Welcome to What She Said Podcast with Shanae Hall. Back at it again. Welcome to What She Said. I'm your host, Shanae Hall. And today I have a very special episode. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And my first guest, well, part one of my two guests that are coming is Brian. You may know him more from Jacket Edge. At least that's where I know him from. I didn't even introduce you at the beginning. My bad. Let me introduce my co-host. My mom, Rhonda Frost. <laughs> that's my bad. I met him. Okay, so we're out and about just regular. And he just starts... I'm looking at his phone, and he's, he's posting Jeremiah. I can't remember the script. And I was like, wait, you're posting a scripture? And things that I told him, I said, you don't fit anything that I thought that you would be. So I'm just going to let him kind of give us where you're at in your life and your space right now as far as personally, yeah, relationship-wise, goals, dreams. Like, where are you at? Well, I mean, um... I still do Jagger's thing every weekend when there's some shows and you can go to a show somewhere. Um, but outside of that, it's just, you know, I feel like um, I went through a period of time just wanting to know more about my people, we are, where we come from. Um, I remember going to school and it always seemed like anything to do with black folks started with the, the transatlantic slave trade. And I always felt like something wrong with that. Everyone else has an issue that goes back way beyond that, but ours starts there. Right. So um, I started looking at certain things, uh, and I remember one day going on to the internet and typing enlightenment, and it led me down these, these different paths. And one thing I saw that was interesting, it was, it was a video that said, uh, the hidden identity of black people, the biggest secret on the planet Earth. I watched that video, and it had me, you know, it, it was blowing my mind to think that we were the people in the Bible that were described as the Israelites and the Jews. When my whole life, I thought those was people that looked like white. Right. So, you know, I keep going down that road. I'm studying, I'm studying, I'm studying. And I get to a part of the video that talks about the curses in Deuteronomy. And it talks about how the Bible told us, you know, thousands of years ago that a certain people, the Israelites, would go into slavery on ships. And I started thinking, well, that's how they say we came to America. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I, I try not to sound too radical about this, but I know that some people's going to be radical, right? But um, to think that a just God, right, will put a certain people on this earth and they never see the upside of things, they never see outside of being at the bottom of the situation, at the bottom of any society, and that there's just no rhyme or reason to that. And that's just who we were made to be. That was something I could never really wrap my mind around. How do you look at relationships now under those thoughts versus how you looked at it before you became mm-hmm. more enlightened? Um, sex, marriage, dating. Right. Well, first off, the Bible says sex is marriage. So yeah, sex with a woman is marriage. Um, so we both married. We didn't uh, even know it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have sex with someone, that means you're married? Yes. Um, let me see. I'll go to this verse that kind of demonstrates. Well, you did one to the bottom of the ocean with this one. Yeah, you need a rating. I'm calling somebody when I leave here, like, whoa, whoa. We married. So, this is Genesis 21, 26 and 7. This is kind of like the first example of marriage in the Bible, right? And it says, And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebecca, and she became his wife. And he loved her. 
And I was comfortable after his mother's death. They don't say anything about a ceremony. They don't say anything about an agreement, a contract, you know, nuptials, nothing. It says he took her, and in the Bible says he took her. We know, you know, he knew her, right? right, right, right. And she became his wife from that one action. Nothing else was included. So even in the Bible days, a lot of times a wedding ceremony was just two families getting together to, to feast. It had nothing to do with some preacher or presiding over a ceremony. You see what I'm saying? It was simple. Your action was between you and your wife and the Most High. That was that. So if you have sex with a woman, you consider it married or you're not having sex? I, I don't have sex with somebody who I don't want to be my wife. When did, you, when did you get to that space? About three or four years. <laughs> when I realized how wrong it was. So, yeah, about three or four years. So, how does that go? So, is, there, is, it, is it the same parameters that we have, like, when we get married? You know, I know you have the song, Let's Get Married, but I'm saying, is it really like, Let's Get Married? Let me know. Well, I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, the Bible said, even when, when it comes to a friend, right? It says, Prove a friend first. Before you call somebody your friend, do your due diligence. Know who they are. Know what they stand for. Before you say, hey, that's my buddy. Or, hey, this is a good guy. Or, hey, this is a good woman. So, same thing goes for you choosing a wife. So, how do you, how do you avoid the temptation of that? Or, you don't even think about it? I, I fear the most high. Listen, when you break, especially once you know the truth, right? And this is what we call, we call knowing the Bible. Right? So, once you know the truth, you understand that. When you do certain things against the Most High, a judgment is, is sure to come. Whether it's today, tomorrow, down the line, there's going to be, you're going to be judged for the things that you do, especially the things that you have knowledge that you did. Not the same when you're ignorant, but when you have knowledge, you're going to be judged for that. So I fear him so much that I do what he tells me to do. I leave with that. So you're never tempted by the Always tempted. Always tempted. But I fear him more than I fear that woman. So, you know, it's simple as that. So beyond sex being marriage, is is the whole ceremony still necessary in real life? I mean, is that something that you would do? Would you actually marry I would. someone and go through the whole process? I would. Um, necessary, no. But it's kind of even like um, like being baptized, right? A lot of people still enjoy the custom of, you know, dunking in the water somewhere in some kind of way, but it's not necessary. The Bible says that the baptism is the hearing of the word. So it's the same with marriage. That ceremony is not a necessity. Now, it's something we can still do. The ceremony, in a lot of ways, it's, it's you know, it's nothing wrong with doing something that makes your woman happy. I know that ceremony will make my woman happy, so that's why we go down that road. But it's a necessity, no, it's not. So are you committed from the moment you have sex with someone? Meaning she's the only one that you're with? That's not biblical. So you don't believe in monogamy? It's not a biblical concept. I, I didn't ask you a wise. I said, do you believe in monogamy? Well, I, I basically think I believe on the Bible. So, so then... Before before I got into the Bible, did I believe in it? I did. But once I got into the Bible, no longer do I believe in it. Hey, so you made it. Tell me again. You uh, made Alazar, right? Alazar. Chief Priest. Chief Priest Alazar. Chief Priest Shanae. Yes. 
married like we slept together married or married like y'all got, <laughs> like, a, like ring. got a ring married? Oh, yeah, we, we don't necessarily uh, do the ring thing um, and we don't think that we have to go to anybody else to validate our union. You know what I mean? So I'm married in a biblical sense. Okay. I've been a Christian for multiple wives. Multiple wives? Like more than two? Like, I have two presently. But you have options to have more? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's my prerogative. It's your prerogative? Yeah. So they all know. Yeah, it's not something that they're, you know, in the dark about. Are you, you don't have to break that Man, I'm, over here, like, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm old school, you know. I'm Sinead's mom, so I'm old school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Help me understand how. So you don't believe in monogamy? Um, I don't. I mean, okay. that, that doesn't, that's not saying that I'm not practicing monogamy. But I don't believe it. I do believe in what the Bible says, and the Bible says that's not, like I said, it's not a biblical concept. So it's nowhere in the Bible that says you need to be monogamous. No. <laughs> that's not there. It's just not there. But I mean, you know, if somebody wants to be, if, if a man chooses to be monogamous, or if he chooses to be single, I mean, you know, it's it's all a man's prerogative with, you know, he wants to do, you know what I mean, as, you know, biblically as the leader of the household, if he wants to be by himself, or if he wants to get one wife or if you want to have multiple wives on you know it's 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 a man's choice. So what about a woman's choice? Well, well it's a woman's choice whether or not she wants to get with the man that she wants to be with. So if you know that you get with this man and this is what he believes, then you know that this is what you're gonna be this possibly may happen. You see what I'm saying? Or if you don't want to do that, you ain't gonna so are you open to it both ways? Where it's like, because I read polygamy is like she can have and well, he can have. Is polygamy. Right. Polygyny is where it's just talking about um, a man having multiple wives. You have like polyamory. You have different forms of right. polygamous relationships, but specifically what we do is we call it polygyny. That's what the Bible says. Okay, so break, can you break those down for all of us that are ignorant to that? What, like the polygamy, the polygamist? Polygamy is just broad. Right, okay. a girl can have seven husbands. That's polygamy. A man can have seven wives. That's polygamy. But we're still together. Exactly. We're still married. Okay. Yeah, but then polygyny, like I said, is just a man and multiple wives. And that's when you chose. Well, that's when the Bible says, okay. but I didn't choose the Bible. The Bible right. <laughs> and it's what you said because I feel like sometimes with a lot of our views, people think that we come into this thing. With all these, you know, we invented this philosophy, and then got the Bible made it fit. When really it's the opposite. I came into the Bible thinking monogamy was it. I came to the Bible thinking things like salvation was for everyone. The Bible showed me different. Exactly. So we understand that we live in a quote-unquote Western world, right? Um, and, and the West is birthed through Rome. So these are all Romans. They even Valentine's Day this past. Why do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Still there, Valentine's Day. Why do you Valentine's Day? Why, 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 so, so why not Valentine's Day? If you do it 
every other day. Do you opt out of that sort of thing? Well, yeah. You, you kind of do. It, it's, 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 because, like I said, they're not conform to their brand. Uh, so we're not going to conform to their holiday. We're not going to do none of that. You see what I'm saying? Because that's what they want us to do. We don't do it. It's just like um, on, on a plantation, master will come in and say, all right, y'all two finna get married. Jump over the room. Y'all not get, y'all get married because he said so. We're only doing Valentine's Day because he said so. If he never said so, we wouldn't do it. We but the same thing is with taxes, though. But in the Bible says, pay taxes to those Require your taxes. See, but if you don't pay taxes, you just cheat. But that's still imposed by that same governmental system. But, but I don't, and the Bible says do that. Yes, but I don't have to suffer God. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, so when he said give due to who is due, whose right. description is on the money, I look at all these persons' face on the money. I'm paying the money back to the government. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Is there money? But in the case of like celebrating their days, you don't necessarily have to. And even when you just study the origin. The origin of Valentine's Day, Romans had these big origins, and it was just all type of madness going on. I read that, but that's what I'm saying. So I was like, it basically transitioned to like it's still a dick skin contest, but now I'm the beneficiary of it. I'm like, give me my flowers. Fourteen flowers is filled. It's like you said too, though. I mean, if everybody we knew did celebrate this, and, and, and this was something that was forced upon us way before now. I mean, the Bible says. To not follow a multitude of people. So just because everybody else doing everybody else cool, it don't mean it's just poor. Is Valentine's Day equal though? Oh, look at the origin of it. But here's the thing, huh? I'm with you. It feels good, right? You know crack feels good when you smoke. Yeah, right? Right? Oh, I know you didn't. No, but it, it feels amazing. <laughs> I've not tried it, but I heard that that's the But I have received flowers. And that show me you feel nice. Look, isn't it? It's so much better if I give you flowers when I'm not told to give you flowers. When I'm not expecting And I'm thinking about you. You see what I'm saying? I just feel like, you know, uh, it's cheap. And just like, even then, like, just think about how crowded these restaurants were. Crazy. Because everybody, you know what I'm saying? Why do I got to take you out when everybody's there? We could have went on Saturday. Saturday was crazy. That's how I was out. Saturday was crazy. Well, you were not on Saturday. I was teaching the Bible. Oh, okay. yeah, she told okay. me. I told you. 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 I you. Back to your one-sided situation. <laughs> how do you approach that and say, look it, like, I believe in the ability for me to have multiple wives. You know, if, if how does this play out? So, well, go ahead and role play with me. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. I was like, me and you are, we're married, right? We're married. And you say, Some, I think I want to add her into the group. And she calls and she says, Shanae, so you call me. Hello. Hey, Shanae. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Who are you calling for? Oh, Alizar. You, you, you calling for Alizar? Yes. On my phone. Yes. Well, I'm going to give the phone to him, and I'm going to sit right here, and we're going to see how this works out for you, Rhonda. I don't know if it's going to go in your favor. You ever seen Martin? <laughs> Remember in the stand-up where he said, oh, you the ch- coat-checking bitch? <laughs> Check him, bitch. That's me, but I'm going to let him holler at you. Give me a minute. Alizar, this is girl on the phone. So you talk to her. How does this go? I'm sitting here listening to you. How does this go? I'm going to smack your door next night. How does it go? Like, so you... You're already married with Shanae, uh-huh. and then you meet some fly honey out in the streets or wherever you meet her at church or wherever y'all meet up, uh-huh. and then you come to her and you say, listen, I'm already married, 
Would I want to invite you in our group or our marriage? Or how does that go? I mean, it's about connections. If I meet somebody, and you know, the scriptures say, and I've been harping on this a lot, um, give not thyself to a light woman, right? So when they say a light woman, what is what's the opposite of light? Right? One could say dark. Um, but if you think light in terms of weight, you have light and you have heavy, right? So if if I if I take if I start gauging women by weight, the weight that they hold. You may meet a girl, and she may be cool, and she may be cute or whatever, but you're not, you may be feeling her a little bit, but you're not feeling her that much. It's not, it's not weighing on you like that. You're not thinking, throughout your day, you ain't thinking about her. Like, if you see her, if she posts up on Instagram, you'd be like, damn, yeah, her. And then that'll be it, right? She's like, you don't want to give notes on her. That's not the girl that you want to bring into the situation. But when you meet a girl that's heavy and that's weighing on you, feel some way about her, then, of course, now we are having a conversation about her. Getting involved, but also it's not a secret. Like me, especially, you know, people who know me know what I do. It's not a secret, right? So if you know, if you're talking to me, this is what comes with that. You see what I'm saying? You're not going to be in this situation by yourself. You're not going to get in here and move nobody out of the way. Everybody got to get in here and play the position. You know what I'm saying? It's a team, I'm a coach, and we're going to win championships. Ah, There's so many questions with that. Um, I just, in my mind, I Keep hearing you, the coach, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I just can't get past that line in my head. So, do they all have equal weights? He just said it's different levels. I mean, so the two women that you choose, or the five women you choose, or how many your number is, are they all treated the same somehow? Yeah, they, 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 they have to be. They have to be. So, so I got a range, he got a range. Well, that a shirt, man. You know, take your name, she take your name. Oh, no, man. Split on Sunday. It's a matter of rest on Sunday. I'll be back in the future. Something like that. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Something yes, like that. I mean, so, so do you, in, in terms of speaking, men as a provider, men as a head of household, do you, is that does that fit in these situations where these women are out there independently taking care of themselves and they just happy for sex? How does this all come together? Well, there's no monolith. Um, things can go differently, right? So, um, of course, men are providers, right? So, in, in, in most situations, in an ideal situation, even if the woman is winning bread, typically what the man is going to be the primary bread. We know that um, that doesn't have to be the situation. Um, it it kind of depends on the woman and what she's comfortable with. So, you're shaking your head a lot. This means you feel the same way. It's been, like I said, I base what I feel on the on the Bible. You know what I mean? I take my feelings out. You got to realize when I first got into the Bible, it was things that threw me for a loop, too, that had my mouth wide open, like, for real? <laughs> I got to stop doing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So it was things that, you know, from, from day one, I couldn't believe myself. But once you really get into it and you take your feelings out of it, it's not a problem anymore. Do you think that it, the way that our society is raised for us, as we're all talking about the Bible, that's definitely the part that's left out. Like, when you think of a husband, you're mine, I'm yours, that's it. We don't share. And it's just us. And it's that's just me us. and you. And do you think that is contributed mostly to, like, should I be blaming my mom for the way that I feel <laughs> right now? Not necessarily. You best watch words. Right, I mean, we are all taught through Christianity for the most part. And we believe Christianity to be false teaching. So, so what happens if, if you're not meeting a woman's needs sexually, financially, emotionally? Does she not have any rights to go? And she, 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 she has. Oh, 
she had, she made that decision though. She, 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 she was locked in for life. Well, she she, 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 she is locked in for life, <laughs> but she she does have like blood in blood out. Like, <laughs> like, okay. I mean, what what is this? Even even in modern marriage, when you walk down the aisle and you say the vows, you say, "So what do us part?" So yeah, but nobody needs it because they're going to get divorced. Right. Right. So what we're saying is that's the and that's why we we take. The act of sexual intercourse is so serious because if we're saying that this is the actual physical action is demonstrating a, 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 a commitment to you, a lifetime commitment to this girl, we need to just land with everybody. But um, to your point, the right that she has is she has the right to, to take you to counsel. You know, we have a community where we have counsel. We have this is what she said. If, if, if somebody wife come to me as a leader of a college, if somebody wife come to me and says, this nigga ain't laying with me next amount of time, I'm going to get on Brother, you, what are you doing? Because you're supposed to be doing that. Like it says, um, in, uh, uh, what is it? 2 Corinthians 6, 1 Corinthians 6, or is it 7? Running into your wife, do benevolence, deprive not one another, least uh, uh, Satan uh, uh, take advantage. You see what I'm saying? So you can't be depriving your wife of what she, you, y'all have a duty. And when you break the word duty down, it means a debt. You have a debt to one another to um, you know, be there for each other and all things. Sex, of course, is. But he was saying, you need that. You know what I mean? I mean, you know. So I imagine money and finances follow that same thing. If, if she's course. struggling and, and you're her guy, she should not be struggling exactly. because you're her guy. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But if there are instances where you make the struggle with Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's be realistic. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, every, you can lose everything tomorrow for one reason right. or another. Right. And then, you know, if, if you were a woman and she's a decent woman, she should be able to be there to pick you up again. That's not the ideal situation. We're not advocating for, you know, uh, uh, brothers living off women or anything like that. But we know we in this together and if something were to happen, who's going to pick up the slack, you know what I mean, where it's needed, you know. You know, but a, a lot of women understand that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and, and that's the understanding that the two individuals need to have, you know, before they, you know, make that step. So one of my questions, and I think you, you may have answered it, but I might want to hear from you, is that, so when you're out there and you meet some woman that has your interests, you don't ask about her, what she makes every year, how much money she makes, what her education level is, none of that. That does not matter to you? I don't, because I'm not basing any decision to be with any woman on what she does and doesn't matter. It's about, like I said, about the connection. If she has less than I want, then I'm, I'm you know, we get through it. If she has more than I want, then that's a blessing. I mean, it's just, I'm not going to base how I feel about you on nothing that you do or what you bring home. So let me ask you, what are your qualifications? What are your qualifications? This is the first time we've ever had two men on the show, so I'm letting him pass because he was like, let me bring in somebody who really do this. <laughs> but what are your qualifications for, I mean, just in general, like when you say this is the person I'm going to be with, I'm going to marry, what do you look at? What are your parameters? What are your guidelines? If you have any, or is it just like, oh, I was going to hurt this girl? Well, for me, now that I'm in the truth, is somebody who is at least willing to learn. Because I had to, the Bible tells you you have to become like a child, you know, and I had to do the same thing. Break myself down, humble myself, not worry about everything I'd already been taught. That's what real repentance is, is to, to, to do away with everything you already been taught, right? So a woman who's willing to do that, then that's when I can, you know, at least start to build and go from there. You know? uh, for me, uh, you better be fine in there. No, I mean, that's part of the right? Uh, I was going to say, it's got to be something. Because we got to be honest, like, you know, the, the physical is going to be the initial attraction. That's not everything. But there has to at least be that initial thing that's going to spark you and want you to 
you know, find out more. But for me, it's, it's you know, it varies. But you know, it's just if 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 I start, you know, getting a certain feeling, um, you know, then I know. You know, if I feel like, you know what, I need her. You know, then that's how I know. So it's it's what what can trigger that is going to be different. It's going to be there. You know what I mean? That's pretty much it. I, I got to get that. So, um, so right now you have two. With the opportunity to expand that as far as you want to. Do they live together? No, no. I wouldn't put two of them. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's so good. So, so do that, you live with one of them or the other? I live with one. And, so the and other, I use the other one I used to live with. I live with one. So then you just alternate when it's time for someone else to have your time and your body and all the things that they I mean, that they you, run? You, what? <laughs> well, you know, our, our father Jacob is saying that, you know, he visited his wives on their tent. You know what I mean? He made his tent with one when he visited his wives on their tent. So that's how you do that. But isn't that preferential treatment if you live with one? Like, if you come home to me every night. It depends on the situation. So, in, in a particular situation that I'm in, you can't really argue preference. Especially as long as I live with the other one for like ever. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it ain't. And all of them are good. They're like, they're good. Oh, you're going to see James tonight? Yeah, no, the, the, yeah, those two, they're almost they're almost too close. <laughs> I'm almost like, hey, look, I don't know. Y'all might need to ease up. I'm going to on each other. Y'all watch again. <laughs> you know, I watched uh, a podcast, I think, that you were on, and you mentioned that, you, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like you were saying more black men cheat because it's part of their nature. Like, it's in a black man's DNA to be with multiple women. Do you believe that it's not a man thing, but more of a black or like Israelite thing than it is the rest of the population? It is more, but but not, not totally necessarily, but especially in our case, certainly, because we can just, just like I said, we always just go back across the Atlantic Ocean and take a look at the cultures that we had prior to us being taken into slavery. All those cultures are religious cultures. All of them, it's super normal and super regular for this to happen. So that tells us that for centuries, if not millennia, that's something we was doing. So then all of a sudden, somebody kidnaps us, bring us over here and say, now nah, y'all can't do that no more. And then we see it, we have a problem doing it. You see what I'm saying? It's not a mystery why, because it's it's literally a part of our nature. It, there's no other explanation for it. Because everybody, every other community don't have as big a problem with it as that. So you do think it's... So why black men do be cheating? I told you it seemed like an alarm. Black men don't cheat. This man cheating is not biblical. What the hell you say? But I mean, it's like the video I sent you, right? Right. You know, he, you know, when he was talking about how monogamy is the newer concept on earth, polygyny or even polygamy is an ancient concept. You know what I mean? So it's something that, just like everything else, the Romans brought to us. If they want to put in our, we would That's not what we. But do you think that evolution is a reason for, like, I know people that are from Africa, you know what I'm saying? They're like, we were raised in a society where we had multiple wives and we had multiple kids because we needed people to farm land, you needed daughters to be able to get dowries from. You need, there was a purpose, you know what I'm saying? Now that we're in a different time frame, I don't believe either one of you would sell your 12 year old off. For a check. Now, I don't know, but. Is that for right? Not, not 12. <laughs> <laughs> not 14. She got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but a dowry is a great concept, right? You get doing. You're supposed to give a gift to Pops when you marry her, right? You see what I'm saying? They still do that. The Pops still hand her off. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So a dowry is a good concept, not at 12 or even 14. Right? 
entirely too young. But do you like think that, that the concept has that we have evolved from the point of needing multiple wives and multiple kids? Like we don't need twelve kids anymore. Well, matter of fact, that's we do. I think we do. Right. Here's why we do. You because, think you need twelve? What? Because since the legalization of abortion, the black population of America in America has been stagnated. It's the only population that's maintained in between twelve and fourteen percent consistently for the last four to five, coming up on five decades, and that's because abortion is illegal. So that actually makes it even that much more of a necessity, right? Because there's no reason why this population should be maintained at the same place that we're in. Everybody else's population, except for white people, now they're dying more than being born, but everybody else's population is swelling because they're less inclined to abort children. So does it make sense just to have children for the sake of a numbers game? Uh, when, you, when, when I look around the city of Atlanta, and uh, hear these stories of poverty and children in juveniles and crime because their dad is not there and because there's no money in the household and all of that. Do we want to populate households just to meet numbers when no, the no. families are falling apart and dysfunctional? Well, that's all we're talking. We're not talking about families falling apart. We're talking about families with strong leaders, with strong mothers. You see what I'm saying? And with with brothers and sisters that have that communal thing. Because a lot of times, a lot of bad stuff happens to kids, and kids get exposed to certain things. When they leave the house, when they go to their right. friend's house, they got right. all that structure, and things like that. Right. They get exposed to certain things. But with more brothers and sisters in the house, it's less of a necessity to go outside of that house. No. Like that house becomes its own village, or even if it's multiple houses, a network house, whatever you want to say, it's now became that village. That village that sustains itself. It doesn't really need by so much from outside of it. We're providing a solution to all that and saying everybody's going to be together, everybody's going to work together. These kids are going to have a mom. And they won't have a, whatever you want to call the other one. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's all going to be there. Y'all all live in the same community. Y'all going to all support each other. Like walk down the street when you, if somebody don't have babies. It, it, child care. It, it, but it could go that but Like that. even child care. You know how much child care costs an arm and a leg? It's super expensive. Then good help is hard to find because I know leases. I start having kids. I'm like, I don't know if I'm sending my kids with these. Right. You know what I mean? But if there's another woman around, well, <laughs> she can keep the kids this way. You can see it, it, it all it's really a uh it's it's really a community at, at core. You know what I mean? That's community. I mean to be honest with you, it it makes sense. Like what you're saying, it, it makes sense. Like we were sitting at um, the little spot. Well, well, as soon as the cameras go back, <laughs> right now. It makes sense, though. It's a lot of it makes sense. Like, we were sitting in here, and, and um, he, he looked around the room, and he said, Sinead, look at everybody that's sitting in here. And it was like 10 single women, like 10 groups of women. And he was like, it was just him and Marcus. And we was like the only two. Yeah. And I think two other dudes. more women out here. Yeah. And he was like, so if we were to basically come together and allow everybody to have a husband in some way, shape, or form, then... It would be a community thing if we would be stronger. And it makes sense. It makes sense. Tell us how to leave the house. And I'm like, so, but what I was saying is, them bitches need to find somebody. It's rough out there. It's not going down tonight. I mean, this is why we do go out on the street and teach everybody. Because it's about, you know, educating our people that the way we are living, we understand this wrong. Trying to teach them what's right. That's why we do this every week, week after week. They teach class multiple times a week. You know what I mean? Because so many of us, like even me, I grew up in a church, but I never knew a thing about the Bible. I just never opened day it. after day, <laughs> week after week in the church until I got into understanding that I'm a Hebrew. And I learned more from, from these guys in probably the first month than I did 12, 15 years of being in church almost every day. 
So, so is the teaching more about um, the whole option to have plenty of wives, oh, or is it more about yeah. a whole bunch of other Yeah, that, that's a minor, that's a minor focus <laughs> of, of, of the teaching. We go into it sometimes, um, you know, because certain people have questions about it, certain women struggle with it. I, I, I'm going to tell you the cold thing. A lot of women now, they don't even have to know nothing about the Bible. Yeah. They are warming up to the concept Absolutely. and they're practicing it. They know right. That's <laughs> starting to become very popular, especially in the street. Yeah. 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 He told me I was going to be the one to come to ask for his last name. No, 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 I was see, like, wow, no, 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 what I'm I got a whole death on my neck now. So if I come to ask for his last name. What I am saying, you know, there's so many people who, a lot of women is living like this anyway, but ignorantly. You with a man who got a bunch of women anyway, at least everything we're doing is, is on front, it's on the table, and you understand it's biblical. And it's not just what you can put under the banner of cheating. You know what I mean? It's not really, cheating is not really a biblical practice for a man. A man not, can't really cheat. You can adultery, yes, yeah, no, but you can't really cheat. Bunch of stuff on <laughs> you can't adultery, but you can't cheat. <laughs> Alizar, give the people your Instagram, your information. Okay. Uh, yeah, so my Instagram is on Gorilla Hebrew, G R L A, and the word Hebrew. That's everything. You type that in anyway, you'll find it. So if you want to ask them more questions, get more in depth, cuss them out. <laughs> Tell me I'm great. You've seen it all. Brian, what's yours? I'm Brian Casey J. Keep it simple. Thank you guys so much, Mom. I'll put your ID unless you want to give it to me. No, I, <laughs> I need a drink and my nerves are shot. Thank you guys so much for tuning in another episode. I hope that you appreciated the information because it took a lot for me to be able to have this conversation. But I know that there are things that are going on out there in the world that I may not be privy to, that I may not have been exposed to. And when Brian sat down and started having this conversation, I felt like I needed to bring it to the forefront and address it on a deeper level than just my information. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to what she said. And uh, Lord Jesus, Mom, I see your drink is really empty. You down to your flower. Oh, I was like, <laughs> Alizar, Brian, thank you guys so much thank for coming you. out. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> All right.